Hello, and welcome to Two Bloops and a Blast, episode 6 of season 2, the show where sports and entertainment collide, brought to you by three best buds that are underqualified to give you the analysis of the day, but we are here to give it to you anyways. That's right. And with that said, I am one of your hosts, Russ Wolf, and with me is Preston Sharp. What's up? And John Connor. Hello. What's up, Connor? He does exist. I came back from the dead. Yeah, we, we switched uh, one in for the other. Yeah, Mike's not with us today, so. Uh, they don't like each other, so that's apparently what <laughs> happened, I guess. No, Mike just couldn't be here. No, I know. Just kidding. It was just funny, because it's like, oh, they were switching back and forth. Um, so, just bear with us, guys. So, uh, I was going to say, my voice is a little bit uh, gone from the OU game, and... Uh, yeah, all um, of ours are. So. Yeah, I'm a little tired. Stayed up really late playing Destiny yesterday, so sorry. I'm, I'm a little bit out of it, and then uh, went to a Rangers game. Um, Texas Rangers, I had a, a meeting down in Arlington with my bank, and had a little bit of training, so we went to go see a game. Uh, Who did play? Uh, the Angels. And, yeah. and there was like a rain delay, and then um, came back and we, we won, so it was kind of fun. What's the, uh, the excitement down there? With the with the Rangers, yeah, they're in first place. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's amazing. People are like loving yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it was like That's crazy right. busy. There was a, like I said, it was a Monday night game, and with the rain delay, I thought everybody would leave. It was like ten o'clock, and they started playing again. I think at like ten twenty, and there was like a lot of people still left in the stands and came back and watched. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. They're they're pretty salty this year. So. Yeah, I'm pretty I excited. Mean, are you, uh, have you ever been to a playoff game? I haven't, actually, no. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, I, I went with John to go to, uh, who was it, Yankees? Yeah. When they were in the Playing ALDS, Rangers. like, yeah. I think, when was that, like, 98 or something? Yeah. yeah, that was a hell of a lot of fun. But, yeah, they got the best record in the American League, so. Yeah, they put that, yeah, they put that up on the, uh, the scoreboard, and there was a bunch of big cheers and stuff, they were up by eight with that win. Yeah, and the, well, that's in the division. Yeah, they have a game on Cleveland. My my tribe is a game back for the best record in the American League, so, which is home field. <coughs> Unfortunately, right now Cleveland would have to play Boston if the season ended. So, they just that is a tough break. Yeah, they won like eight straight, I think. So, they're uh, and they own Cleveland on usual basis but no I'm excited about the playoffs because Cleveland's about so how, how, pretty close to clinching the how division how far are we out uh, the playoffs? there's 11 games left 11 games yeah so it's I mean, it's down to the wire yeah, I mean I mean, I mean the, the, it's pretty it's over I mean the the Indians have a 7.5 game lead with 11 games left uh, mm-hmm. the Rangers have an 8.5 game lead with, you know so um but uh, and you Boston never, is kind of pulling away in the East, even so. Yeah, I mean, you can never count the tribe out on sucking. They could always uh, walk out onto the field and uh, spike yeah. themselves. It's uh, no, I mean, yeah, a little major reference it. for you there. They're good, they're good at it, but uh, no, no, I mean, they're good. I mean, they God, they had such a solid pitching staff all year, but yeah. then Salazar uh, he got hurt and hasn't really recovered since, and then Carrasco, their second best pitcher, just. Over the weekend, got hit with a line drive up the middle, broke his hand, done for the year. Cool. So, 
not good news. But I don't know. I mean, they still got they still got a couple other pitchers they can. I mean, they, they need to step up. They've been inconsistent, but Bauer and uh, and uh, Tomlin need to step up, and hopefully they can make a run in the playoffs. They won't, but hopefully. Right. <laughs> I could be like the the Cleveland Indians beat writer actually said he issued a I don't know a release and he said that uh, that uh, Cleveland season's over they're done and like <laughs> oh, wow. Jason Kipnis the Indian second baseman was like fucking pissed off he was like dude you're like supposed to be on our side right yeah he's just seen too much I I mean I don't blame him I mean if you see my dad he's from Cleveland area and. Factory of sadness. <laughs> it, it is a factory of sadness. They never won a World Series in his lifetime. I mean, he is the, not young. The waterfront in Cleveland has actually caught on fire there, so that's saying something. Yes. It is, hey, I'm telling you, the curse has been lifted. It is. It's a It's a new day. Dude, dude the Believeland bet is looking better each day now, is it not? Yeah. The, it is. Well, what is it? Cavs, Indians, but Bengals, and Ohio Bengals. State. I mean, Bengals the Bengals are, are good, but they're not going to win a playoff game. Right. They're going to find a way to lose like they did last year. So How horrible if that bet, literally all those win except for the Bengals, like how horrible would that be? Oh my gosh. It, would, it shouldn't even be a part of the Believeland bet because I know. it's Cincinnati. I know. It's like the farthest well, southwest I mean, part of the state. Cleveland, the, the Browns aren't really a football team, so they have to count. I know. They have to use the bet. Well, they had to make it a legitimate bet. Because yeah. if it, right. they put the Browns in there, it would be like 10,000 to one payout. So I mean, maybe a yeah. million to one. <laughs> Which yeah. it is a huge payout, isn't it? Like yeah, a thousand still, to one or something? Yeah, it was still a big payout. I don't remember. Well, Michael said he put something on it. And I was like... I think I did too, just yeah, to say, hey, I just put a buck just so I, don't, I had something. I should have done that. I know. Prick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well, so... Man, but... So we have the big game to talk about, the one you've been waiting your whole life. Literally, my whole life. Yeah, literally. I know. Yeah. I mean... I was, it's funny, because the last time they played, my dad was my age, and wow. I was Kellen's age. Nice. My son, so... Yeah, so... Yeah, it's pretty neat. Wow. And, uh, That's kind of cool, too, actually, to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was, my gosh. So just setting it setting it up, The uh, we're talking about the OU, Ohio State game down in Norman. It was a fun game. I mean, a fun day. It was, we got down there pretty early, um, went down with my sister and her husband and some of their friends, uh, tailgated a little bit over there by the stadium, and then we met up with um, one of our old uh, buddies from elementary school and one of your best friends that live right down the street. Huge OU fan. Huge That's where the hatred started. And that's where it all started with you. Yes. and he, uh, he had his uh, tailgate like right by the stadium, and we stood there the, the whole the whole uh, during the storm, the, during yeah. everything. It so was, there was a it, huge there was a huge storm. Uh, we were still under like they had like six tents, you know, kind of set up in like a L or a C formation. So there was a lot of people in the tents. We were fine. Uh, so they delayed the game like two hours, two and a half yeah, hours, or it something was like that. And then we went to the stadium. And then that's where it all fell apart. Yeah. For OU fans. Basically. So tell 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 me how you felt about it. I want people know the the score was a blowout. Yeah. I mean we could talk about that. I mean Yeah. But but 
just being a... I mean, yards-wise, they were pretty even. That's true. But, I, 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 want, I mean, the I'm, game was never close. So I want to add this for Joseph. It was... I'll, I'll tell you this much. In the state... John was sitting next to me, and I, I, I'm sure he could vouch. When Ohio State got the pick six, I, you just got this feeling that all the OU fans there who've been through a lot of disappointment lately, mm-hmm. it's like, this is like deflated the state. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like they were like, here we go again. This is kind of what we were worried about, and then it's happening. And then, and yeah, I mean, I just felt, and then it just didn't feel like the crowd was into it after that. Right. They were awesome, and it was loud. And and when they did cut it back to twenty eight to seventeen, um, he, the crowd did start to get back into it when Mayfield yeah. threw that touchdown over the middle. But then, oh, I mean, yeah. then when Ohio State went down and Noah Brown made that, just I, I have to ridiculous add this, for, catch. add this for Joseph because thank you for the uh, tailgate and everything. And I want you to know that whenever Ohio State scored that first touchdown on the fourth and one. They ran directly at where Preston and I were sitting, but he was not was in the, the seat. Bathroom. I just that's a small victory for you, I, buddy, and I needed to tell you that. I would I was like, ah, it's fourth down. I was like, they're not gonna get it. Oh well. I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. Curtis Sanders goes around the outside. Oh, touchdown. No. But then oh, the pick no. six was no. the exact same thing. It was right at me. Jerome Baker was I mean, he basically running at me. So he came up to the seat and high five me, chest bumped me. So Yeah. That's but, awesome. No, it was no, it was great. I mean, it was fun, and uh, was it, it was, everything that you ever wanted? Well, I mean, because they truly in that. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean in life? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, in any grander it, sense, yes, it was yes, all I've ever it, wanted. It goes this game, and then you know, a distant second, my son was born. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I it was. I mean, it's something I've been looking forward to since I scheduled it. Mm-hmm. 13 years ago I think and wow. and uh, I mean I, just I just I just always think about you getting so much crap from OU you know fans anyway so yeah it's good and, you have something to really and, chat back with and I was like worried initially because I was like of course because OU didn't look good coming into this this last last year and I was like because they just had an eight and five year they didn't really know what their quarterback was and then Ohio State was you know they just won the national championship. I was mm-hmm. like, I bet OU fans are worried about that game. I was like, it's looking good for me. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, Ohio State, like ten juniors declare for the draft. They lose seventeen starters, and then OU goes to the playoff and returns, you know, a big portion of their team. And I was like, of course. But, but it didn't play out like that. No, 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 it did not. I mean, I'll be honest though, and I'm not like trying to rub it in. But it, it I, I've heard it for a decade, and so, and it's not there anymore, obviously, but I've heard it for a decade, and I just kind of want to get my shot, not my shot in, but, like, the, the speed was apparent. Yeah, it really was. I mean, it, it, the athletic, the, I mean, because they were flying to the ball, mm-hmm. and, I mean, I know that. It, oh, you got some chunks in yards. They did. And I know they had to, like, Mixon dropped a pass on, like, third and five that he would have probably run for 30 yards if he would have caught it. Yeah. And and then they ended up having a punt. So, I mean, like, the, there's some things like that that happened. But, you know, to, just Ohio State moved the ball mm-hmm. pretty easily. And then their defense, you know, I mean, they, they only gave up two touchdowns. Yeah. 
I mean, they were like picked on that corner and they tore him apart. OU's, and then also like, yeah, you were talking about the speed, and it was apparent, and it was crazy that Joe Mixon was probably the only athlete out there on OU that really truly could. Oh, he would go fast. pound for pound <laughs> that, them. That yeah. guy would play out of state. I mean, he only averaged like eight carries the first half, or or was that he had like a, total? He had nine yards of carry yeah, in he, the game, and he had a kickoff turn for a touchdown. Yeah. So. That, so he, he had. Um, he, they just didn't go to him enough, and it was like unreal. Yeah. They went to. P. They kept Ryan. going to P. Ryan, and P. Ryan. It was he got every time stopped. he got the ball, he just went down. I mean, they and, just keyed on him. They did not let him do anything. It was like the coaches kind of ruined it for him. I mean, of course, like like you were saying, the players have to play, but the coaches have to give you a better shot at it also when you're I'm, unmatched like that. It was just unreal. And also, what I've been thinking a lot, too, is watching how uh, Baker Mayfield was. Well, trying to, like, squeeze way too much well, that's, out of everything. And that, well, the and you know, the whole basic defense thing that you've heard that about. Didn't help. That didn't yeah. no. He does have, I mean, he was an idiot for saying it. To say they have a basic defense is just like putting him down when it's like, dude, I mean, you know, they're all studs. On, I mean, right. I'm not, you know, they're they're young, but they're like blue chip recruits, most of those kids yeah. are. So, I mean, you're like, really just say, really you're calling an Urban Meyer defense a basic defense, but, but it is technically basic it's you know it's like a four right. three with yeah, uh, man to man coverage. Yeah, and I think that's what he was really trying to. It's what I, I kind of felt that. bad for him because but, he was so young. To, but he, was, well, he did say Baker's gonna light him up, and right. then when I get my call, I'm gonna light him up too. Yeah. So yeah, that didn't work too well for him. But, but no, it 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 showed like they manned up, Ohio State manned up, and and I I remember hearing the animal they talked about it. They said Ohio State's corners are fast, and OU's receivers are going to have. To get open. I mean, the, like, they're going to have to earn it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they just... It, it, it's not that there weren't any gaps. They did have, but Mayfield tried to squeeze some throws in that weren't... You know, that just, like... Right. Especially that one where he broke off and scrambled out right, and then he just tried to heave it over the middle. Right. When he could have run. Yeah, and it was just picked off. And he could have run for 15 yards. Yeah. And I was like, what is he doing? And like, right there, it goes to show... He had way too much in his head about... I mean, last year he did kind of come out of uh, the woodwork. Like, no one really thought about it, and he kind of showed up on the main stage and was playing really good there near the end. And he was known for his escapability, kind of making plays on the the run. And this game, it looked like he wasn't letting it come to him. He was forcing that kind of play. And when you force that... Recklessness to play—that's what really happens. Yeah, real recklessness. No, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one hundred percent. There are so many times he could just ran. And that's got the first down. I think that some, just in his head, like he's it, thinking already. Heisman, you know, it's in the back of his head. You know, he wanted to have some kind of moment. You gotta wonder if like the pressure kind of got to him, and the pressure got to him, and I really think that's kind of what happened. And yeah, I mean, I mean, it's the only only saving grace is. I still feel like, I know it sounds bad, but OU could at least bounce back a little bit um, and maybe still win the conference if they straighten up some play calling, if Baker plays different like he did last year. Or, I mean, it could be a really bad season, too. They can totally go 
straight down the. the who tubes. real quick? Who was that? Joe Mixon. Who was the corner? Who was the corner that was guarding Brown? Uh, for like his first three touchdowns. Right. I don't. Because I mean, they just picked on him. I mean, yeah, they and, did. They no, and they, I remember after the game they said like on the animal and stuff they were saying that that they were worried about that that, mm-hmm. that he he was kind of their vulnerable point in their secondary and and they were worried about you know I guess they just I mean Noah Brown's an unknown commodity. What was it Cobb that was covering him? Yes, it was Cobb, and and Noah Brown's kind of unknown. He really is. He's had five career receptions. Right, but. He was going to be a starter last year. Broke his leg in the preseason. So, yeah. and I mean, Urban Meyer said he's probably the best receiver he's had at Ohio State yeah. so far. Like he, the talent wise, he's probably the best receiver. So, Urban Meyer knew he probably had a mismatch, but but um, like why didn't Stoops adjust to that? Why did he not put Quick on him earlier? Right. I mean, because yeah, he scored a touchdown off Quick, but that was that was, that was good coverage. Play. I mean, that was, that was actually really play. good defensive coverage. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, that's a catch you're going to make one out of a hundred thousand times. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, yeah, I mean, I, I thought when he had quick on him, it was a better matchup. So, but I don't know. I, I'm not coaching the game. Right. I, I felt like, but uh, I was just a little bit concerned uh, with, like, I mean, OU just seems kind of like they're scrambling. Right. I mean, it does feel like that. Yeah. The atmosphere, like the well, the fans, like you know what I mean. They're they're mm-hmm. kind of losing faith in Bob Stoops. Which there I was don't a sign. Think that's fair. I mean, there was a I mean, sign I know in the you, north you end said, zone that said "Fire Bob Stoops" I mean, directly he, after the game. He's a whole thing coach. I yeah. mean, it, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, it's those not, are just the super crazy irate fans that don't understand. But but. You know, you can't not get in in their defense, you play at OU, or you you know you're at OU, you are expected to win. Right. I mean, it's not like That's oh, right. we want but it, eight and four seasons. It's no, something you need don't to remember go what they win. were before Bob Stoops got there. Though. I know. I, know. I mean, they were god awful. But yeah, I mean, but that that was partly because of sanctions and stuff like that too that that brought them down in the nineties. But it was. You know, he brought him back, and I mean, they were OU's. I mean, always ranked. I mean, they're number two in the AP. Like they've been ranked number one the second most times in the AP poll. So mm-hmm. that's. I mean, they're traditionally good every year. Right. Yeah. And and they're still good. I mean, they're gonna go. I think they'll go. Where do they play Baylor at? Uh, it's at 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 home. Because that crazy game last year, so, where they went into Waco yes. and smacked them in the mouth. I think OU goes nine and three, and their loss is either going to be to Kansas State or Oklahoma State. That's my projection. I think Kansas State's a lot better than people think. So you don't think yeah. Texas um, will get them two years in a row? I'm not sold on Texas yet, and no, I don't think they'll get them two years in a row. I think Oklahoma State can get them, and I think, and I mean, I'm not saying I really think right. Oklahoma State. I mean. They got a veteran. I mean, they got a. No, he's not. I mean, was this his second year, Rudolph? Yeah. Or is is this his third year? I don't know. But you know, they got a good. They got awesome receivers, right. and that. I know that's what's scary, and it's like Texas could get them too. I mean, they could actually legitimately have a really bad season. <laughs> but I mean, they're gonna bounce back to every. I mean, yeah, yeah. you think they're gonna go? Oh God, they could lose Texas. They could lose to West Virginia. They could lose. I mean, you know, you, right. it's like. 
you have that kind of... Well, when Ohio State lost Virginia Tech two years ago, I was like, this Virginia Tech team is not good. Ohio State's going to lose five games. Yeah. So, and you know how that ended up. So, they'll bounce back. I mean, they will. Yeah, hopefully. The play... I mean, Herb Street said they're going to they're gonna fold and spiral out of control. I don't I know, agree I don't, with that, I don't think but... No, I mean, but I mean, I could still... I don't see them falling out of, you know, spiraling. I could just still see them losing maybe tight games and stuff like that. That's what's scary. It's just because their defense lost so much leadership from last year, which is... And just overall for the team, like the most vocal leaders on the team are gone now. Yeah, yeah, I mean... With Sanchez, Stryker, and Tapper, I mean, that's, that's hard to lose, not just from a talent perspective, but, you know, those guys were I, the voice of the team. You see what, like, Sanchez, he was a shutdown corner, and, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, Stryker and Tapper were solid. I mean, they got they got good guys in the interior, I mean, still, but... I'm not like, saying I think good. their offensive line is weak. I don't I mean, know how that Orlando they got, Brown guy doesn't dominate. They got no push. I mean, Samaji P. Ryan... Literally every time he went up the middle, it was one or two yards. Right. And now when they gave it to Mixon, you know, that guy's fast. He got to the outside. He can make plays. But, you know, P. Ryan can, you know, in between the tackles was not doing shit. And that's a lot to do with the offensive line not getting, you know, push and creating. I mean, I don't know. I just thought that I thought that the offensive line. And a lot of people said that's their weakness. And I thought. I heard on the animal that there's only two players that would start at Ohio State. Mixon and supposedly that Orlando Brown kid that's the left tackle. Um, but, you know, Sam May said he wasn't even sure that he would start over Ohio State's left tackle. I don't really know who Ohio State's left tackle is. I think it's Billy Price. No, they moved Price to guard. Um, it's a. Uh, I don't even. I, I don't know. But. And then. But, it, another thing, really quick, you know, they said they kept saying 17 starters gone. And I was like, I watched Ohio State every game last year. I followed them, you know, passionately. I feel shocked. Those by guys, that. <laughs> I mean, yes, they lost 17 technical starters. Right. Sam Hubbard, who's the guy that kind of replaced Bosa, mm-hmm. he played all the time last year. And, I mean, he, I mean, all the time. And he's not considered a returning starter. I mean, he played significant time. And then uh, Taekwon Lewis played significant time. Uh, uh, Marshawn Lattimore played. I mean, all these guys, they had guys that played a lot. Then Now, they weren't, like, technically starters. Curtis Samuel wasn't a starter. And that guy runs the, I mean, I knew, I had a feeling. He yeah, would. it's it's one of those things where it's college football. There's so many teams to evaluate and talk about and, it's just an easy bulletin, I bullet point that people latch onto, yeah. and if you don't technically follow the team like as good as like you did, yeah, people just latch onto that and it kind of snowballs and people feel like that's going to be a big, big but, turning point when you're like it's not going to even be a factor. You no, know? I mean because I mean, if they lost their quarterback, that would be one thing, but they right. still had Barrett. I mean, I right. was like, and Barrett is. I mean, he's good. Yeah. I mean, he's I still, not going to play in the NFL or anything, but he is good. I still maintain he was the best quarterback on the team last year. <laughs> I, well, I, I just, I think Braxton Miller was the best quarterback. He, they just had to, they want, he wanted to play wide receiver because he has a better chance of playing in the NFL. But. He's not making, I don't know, you're Braxton right. Braxton Miller's I mean, not no, making throws that JT Barrett does. Braxton Miller was more of a, like, playmaker, runner, you know, he could do that, but, and Barrett's, 
Barrett's mobile, but he's not like he's, he's closer to it. Joe Germain. <laughs> Joe Germain. You, you like that yes, reference? Yes, I do. Good. Well, staying into college uh, football and kind of piggybacking off of the horrible loss that OU took, and then even that night, Texas. Well, it's still a horrible loss. Oh, okay. (laughs) Score-wise. And then Texas losing. Also to California in the late game. Speaking of, really quick, did you see the play at at the end of the game? What happened? I didn't. Was it the one where he dropped the they ball? They dropped the ball at the one-yard line, and they, and they, they officially it. ruled it a fumble. Like, yeah. But they Texas recovered it, but they said it wasn't an immediate recovery. Right. It was clearly an immediate recovery. Yeah, that's and what I heard. I was, I, I, was like, I, wow. I was baffled. like Because we left before that happened. Yeah, we left. We were at your house watching the tail end, and, and uh, you know, whenever they got that first down, we're right. like, all right. And... I was like, dude, I was like, how did they not, I don't know. I know. I mean, it, the I mean, refs t- this year, we can just say also has been, they've been worse than I think I remember in a while, too. And being able to, like, miss calls after replays, that's why I feel like it's been really bad. They've had times to watch it, take time to turn it or, you know, Turn yeah. over the call, and they just haven't. It's been so weird. It's I don't understand because that's kind of the point of replay, right? Yeah, to, to get it right. <laughs> like I, I don't understand what the breakdown is. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've seen just a lot of plays where they're like, yeah, on, they'll go to replay, and everybody's like, yeah, he caught that ball or dropped that ball, and right. the officials were like, no, call stands, and I'm like, it's wild. I mean, and that's I mean that just, I think officiating sucks all over the place. It does in all sports, yeah. but I mean. Yeah, you're right. It's I mean, like, how do you mess that call up? That could change the game because there was still over a minute left. Right. And I mean, they they would have had to go. Eight. No, no, because they recovered in the end zone. The ball bounced oh, into the end zone. They okay. recovered it, so they would have had to go seventy-five yards. Yeah. It's a touch touchback at the twenty-five. Or, or twenty. It's just kickoff returns. Yeah. yeah. Twenty. Okay. I mean, 80 yards, but, I mean, that's... They scored 43 points. It's not like that was out of the question. I thought that was kind of a... I mean, so, okay. A, what what do we do to get these kids to hang on to the football? I know. Over the yeah. goal line. A, I mean, they, it should have never been an issue. Is it, is it something cool that I just don't know? Yeah. Because I'm too old, but are the young kids loving to... I, I would rather see the guy yeah, man, I just every like, time I, he scores... I like to throw the ball the back like, as long as he runs through the end zone, he goes in the upper deck and we take a penalty, I don't care. Just don't drop it before you go over the goal line. You heard the Cal coach afterwards. He said, every touchdown we score for the rest of the year, our players will hand the ball to the official. So, if you go into the end zone, you don't let go of the ball until you hand it to the official. I mean, yeah. They should. I mean. But, okay, so where I was going is with that loss now, first time that we've had... Uh, since the Big 12 has started, that there has not been a team in the top 15. That's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's unreal what happened all of a sudden. I feel like the demise of Baylor took a huge chunk of the whole actual conference and kind of the prestige and everything. Mm -hmm. With OU playing a pretty hard schedule, first uh, three games, it really knocked them down also. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, they they took like a Big Ten esque hit, like they were yeah. taking for years and years, yeah. like just getting beat in all the big games. And, uh-huh. Yeah. So I mean that. Yeah, like with Texas losing, that hurt. It OU losing. Wild. Now Oklahoma State beat Pitt, and I mean that's a that's a marquee game because yeah. it's a power conference game. But I just it's Pitt one of those State, things where so, I mean, it when you watch and then the conference is going to get together, and then when they're just playing each other. The big offenses and the high flying offenses are fun to watch, but it's apparent like the whole conference has no defense. So when you ever play anybody outside of the conference, well, if it's you, hard. It, if you get a few, if they, if the other team gets a few stops, and you're used to high flying. Well, I mean, look at OU and offense. They played in the last like they they played Clemson, a really mm-hmm. good a defensive team. I mean, they, they have good defensive players all over. Uh, NFL players, I mean, and you know they they were able to keep OU in check. Yeah, um, they shut them down in the second half, and then you saw Ohio State. I mean, they it's yeah when you play like really good defenses, typically defenses beat offenses. I mean, I've right. always I've always thought that, but with the spread, it's kind of difficult still. They're getting mm-hmm. chunks of yards and stuff, but the uh, but what you're saying is like because. That Bob Stoops in his press conference, somebody asked him a question, and it said, "Does the Big 12s I mean, there's like lack of defense. Uh, is that hurting you in your preparation for games like this?" Mm-hmm. And I mean, he said no, but because right. but he can't really knock the Big Twelve like that. He's right? kind of obligated to say. But no, I mean, I think yeah. I think that guy had a point. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, it kind of does. Because you saw what happened to the Big Ten when they would go. They were like wooden chains. They were like, let's run the ball, power football still. Right. And they were getting obliterated. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, they have to adjust. They have to adjust. And I don't know how how they do adjust unless it's just a, also just a, almost like a mindset across the whole conference about offense is going to win you the game. Even if, I feel like they just rely on the offense. Like, of course, of course, coaches know defense is important. You know they're still trying to get great players and recruits and coach them up, but I think I have this. It's a feeling like in the back of their head, they're always going to be like, "Well, we're still just going to outscore them," you know. And that's a bad and, mentality. And it's a bad mentality, and it kind of just shows. And it's because if you don't out, if you fumble the ball, if you you know right. if you're just playing trading touchdowns, yep. then it, it's one mistake. Where right because you're like we can't stop them. Right, but. I mean, yeah, you're right. I think, I think Kansas State's got a pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw them. Do they? They gave Stanford all they wanted in that yeah, game. That's true. I mean, I they think did. Stanford's legit. So, I picked them to win it all. So you did. <laughs> I know. So I mean, I think Kansas State's a lot better than they're getting credit for. West Virginia's not bad. Right. Um, They've so been a little surprising this year. I thought it's kind of the guys that are not yeah. projected to be much this year have, have turned out to be pretty. You know, decent teams so far. Right. And and Baylor's good. I mean, they are. Yeah. But they're in shambles right now. Right. So. Yeah. I just don't understand why OU doesn't play defense. It's OU. I mean, I don't. I don't understand it. Yeah. It, it. I don't care what conference you're in. I don't care what type of, you know, system you're playing against or running. Right. It's it's OU. You have tons of talent all over the field. I'm confused as to why, like, things aren't the way they are there, too. Right. 
Yeah, it's wild. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's crazy. And, but I mean, if you look all around the country, the SEC doesn't really play a lot of defense either. Yeah. Now Alabama plays defense. LSU plays defense. Well, that's the only thing that LSU does. But so. yeah, <laughs> they don't. They don't play offense. But we're like Ole Miss, no defense. Right. Tennessee doesn't have a good defense. Or yeah, Ole Miss Tennessee's okay. Was pretty good the past couple of years. Florida, Florida's a good defensive team too. So there's the, the, those three teams, and the rest is just a bunch of. Yeah, I mean Georgia. I don't think Georgia would be good, but yeah, it's yeah. I mean, yeah, they need to they need to start playing D. It was it was a it, like you said, it's a big turnaround though. Now the Big Ten has totally just jumped up there in in the conversation of the best conference now. I mean, even I feel like yeah. legitimately over the SEC this year. Well, they have a better record against Power Five schools. They have the best record of all the conferences. They're eight and three more. against power five schools, and the SEC is five and five. They need, yeah. I hope they keep Which, on getting more exposure, and I hope they uh, keep on getting good press and stuff. So, yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, it is my second conference. Now the so bottom I'm, of the Big Ten sucks. It does suck. I mean, okay. yeah, Rutgers is terrible. Uh, Illinois. I mean, did you see what? Yeah, happened I mean, to them? <laughs> I mean, come on. The Big Ten is, is huge, though. No, I know it's fourteen teams. Fourteen teams. So, but yeah. But I feel like it's the most... Um, no, they have a lot of undefeated teams still. They have yeah. like seven teams are still undefeated. Your top your top two are amazing. I mean, Ohio State, Michigan are national right. champion and contenders. Then, and then I feel like the middle is still really competitive. Yeah, yeah with where with like Wisconsin, the SEC this Michigan year, State. I feel like it's just like two or three. And then like in the ACC, it's just like two or three at the top. I feel like those, those other conferences have... Amazing, top heavy, but then not even middle to lower yeah. is nothing, you know. And I feel like at least in the Big Ten, at least some of those middle teams I still feel like are yeah. Are I mean, because well, Michigan. I mean, I, I wouldn't consider Michigan State a middle team. They're a top tier yeah. team in the Big Ten too. But but yeah, I mean, I know what you mean. It's it, and I was telling you that day on Saturday uh, that I was that day started North Coast State beat Iowa, and I was like. Uh, Wisconsin was mm-hmm. losing to Georgia State right. in like the third quarter, and I was like, Uh-oh. Michigan was down two touchdowns to Colorado in the first quarter, and I was like, here we go again. Yeah, I was just like, here's the demise of it, and it's just gonna, you know, it's just here we go again. And then I was, I mean, then it just North Dakota State still beat Iowa, but Wisconsin snuck it out. Yeah, Ohio State did that to you. Michigan ended up killing Colorado. Right, and then Nebraska beat Oregon. Yeah, they came yeah. back so. Michigan State ran all over Notre Dame. I didn't expect that. Yeah, I was shocked. When I no, no, I mean, I, I think, I still don't think the Pac-12 is any good though, either. I mean, I just don't. Right. I think it's Stanford, and that's bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Washington's it, good, but I don't really know much about Washington. So. It's like those three other conferences, and then the Big 12, and uh, the Pac-12 is kind of just like over here now, <laughs> in the corner. That's kind of sad. So what what are your thoughts on Louisville? Oh, I said last I mean, week. Sixty three to twenty. I I for some reason they were on a Thursday night game and maybe Friday night or something. So they were like the one of the only two like teams that they played playing. Syracuse on a Friday night. Yeah, yeah. and so I w- I was watching them and I loved them and I was following their um, spreads yeah. and when teams like have big spreads and they cover them, yeah. I automatically yeah. like them. So that's why I went into last week's podcast, and I was like, "Man, Louisville's looking." You picked them really solid. I mean, they put up Tech my Super Bowl numbers. 
numbers. Yeah, it was unreal. Yeah. I mean, they crushed now the predictions in the ACC, though. I mean, people were thinking that, you know, two teams out of there, my team and Florida State. Yeah, would get out of there. And, I mean, Florida State now doesn't look like that's going to be happening, so. Although, I mean, I, I still think Florida State's good. Yeah, no, I still do. I just think Louisville is really, I, really good. I just don't know how you get into the playoff if you lose a game 63 to 20, though. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, you won't. They're not in the playoff. Yeah. There's, that's gone. And even Clemson still has looked not that solid. I mean, I think Louisville might have a chance to be the one coming out. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, don't give up on Clemson. No, I mean they're sleepwalking. They got, they got tons of players. Crazy, you know. You don't want to, uh, but that's not Clemson's mo. You know, the last two years, they've been like just destroying the machine yeah. out and just also the wall. Every game is big. Dabo just yelling about how awesome he is and his teams, you know, and how the SEC sucks and, like, come here. Like, he said that on, like, national TV a few times, you know, yeah. every time after big wins. And I mean, yeah. they, don't, they don't have that chip on their shoulder this year, so that's what's kind of scary. I but, I mean, they, I picked them to they win. Don't, they so don't have uh, Martavis Bryant, Sammy Watkins, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins either, which have been the receivers the last four or five years, which mm-hmm. are NFL studs. Yeah. So, but they they do have tons of players on their team. So yeah. They're, they just need to step it up. So Because they've done awesome at recruiting. And and I think that, you know, it, it, obviously it's not indicative of how you're going to be on the field because, you know, you it's you right. can't just rely on talent. you gotta you got to prepare. you got to be motivated. But, and I think they're sleepwalking, but I really actually do. I think they'll come around, and I do. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they can beat Louisville. <laughs> too little, too late. Yeah, I mean, how many touchdowns does that guy have now? Uh, what did he score I, in the Florida State game? He had 13 going into that. I mean, he had probably four or five. I don't, I I mean, don't Maybe more. I don't know. I mean, has anybody scored more touchdowns this early in the season than that? Ever? Front runner. He is definitely from Man, I heard a... What is his radio. name? Why can't I think of it? Lamar? Yes. I don't know his first name. Lamar Jackson? It's... It's, uh... It's Jackson, right? Because... Yeah, it is. Al Etchbeck called him Action name, Jackson. Right? I don't know yeah. what his last name was. No. Yeah. Keep talking. I'm but anyway, that. if you... If something crazy, if you had, like... You know, I forget the actual stat, but if you had him winning uh, at the beginning of the season in Vegas, winning the Heisman... Put like you know like fifty bucks on it, you would be making like five thousand or something crazy. Wow! I was just like, that's how bad his odds were. I'm like, dang it! I'm always looking for good odds out there, yeah. guys. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Lamar Jackson. You're right. How, how about that? Uh, that the tweet he got from Michael Vick. Yeah, that was really cool. He said he was five times the player that he was when he was at Virginia Tech. I know. I was like, wow, man. That's I mean, cool. that's really cool. That's, that's, I mean, let's give him some props for sure. How many touchdowns would he score against Texas Tech? Oh, gosh. Is there a number big know. enough? But see, and then <laughs> that's five touchdowns. You know, but that's what's so weird is when you think about that and then when they go play those games, sometimes, you know, sometimes there's just, they end up not beating them as bad as you would think. You know, you're like, well, then why? Well, because Tech is going to score. You're going to, yeah. But I just, you know? I think he might score 15 touchdowns in that game. Because, yeah. you know, one guy from Arizona State who's not as good as this guy. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they were just on a roll. Because, yeah, Florida State's good. You know, Florida State's not going to be losing no. games like this all year. It's, it's one of those crazy college games that... That's well, yeah, I mean, they just caught them off guard. I really oh, yeah, think so. They, guard. they probably went in there a little arrogant, yep. thinking, oh, God, yeah, we got these guys. Yeah. But, which is dumb if Jimbo Fisher did not, you know, get them prepared, but I well, just he didn't think, have Jameis Winston there to give him the halftime speech <laughs> like at the Ole Miss game. I know. Ole Miss game. But, uh, I mean, they were down... where they won that one. They were down, what, 28 to 14 in Ole Miss at half... I think they were down 49-7 to seven at half in this game. That Jameis Winston is a hell of a motivational speaker. You don't know. I mean, that was <laughs> that was just a, a oh, dramatical man. onslaught is what it was. <laughs> yeah, so long story short, I'm going to go for uh, Ohio State. I told Preston on the car ride home, I was like, I'm just going to be a fan now of Ohio State. Don't be mad. And, uh, you, you, or, said, you go, you know, I, I'm just tired of OU and... <laughs> And I'm tired of them losing these games this morning. And you're like, you know, my parents are from Ohio. My dad's from Northeast Ohio, just like yours. You know, I could root for them. Yeah. <laughs> just like you. It doesn't look that bad. I could just, just root for them. I mean, I, I, you know, I have no real true reason to root for Isaac except you know, my family's psychotic. Right. So that's why I became a fan. But, yeah. I mean, but yeah. I've always said they're my second team. I'm like, maybe I should pick them over OU now. Maybe they should be like. I mean, this should have been your team where your dad knew Jim Trestle. He went to school with Jim Trestle. I know. Should have been there. Should I have been know. your first clip. I know. But, yeah. Russ, I'm going to bring you some khakis and I'll lure you over to the dark side. Hey, I still, I still <laughs> pick <laughs> Michigan, too, though. So and that was I still root your for Michigan. Your mistake. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Michigan. Yeah. That's my only... I, I mean, now it's I'm actually really like nervous about the game, too. Yeah, down to that. I mean, as long as I don't see Zeke given the death stare before the game, you know, I'm... I'm good. Because I felt pretty good about the game last year. Then I saw the stare. I was like, um, that's not awesome. Oh. Speaking of, going into the NFL. Yeah. Zeke Zeke not hanging on to the ball. How do you feel about that? It makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside to know that he's been a failure for the first two games. (laughs) That's right. I'm looking at you, Preston. I mean, I... I don't. He, his first game was not great. His first game. That's all I'm gonna say. He had 83 yards on 20 carries. So Poor guy. I mean, he's a rookie. I not bad. And a touchdown. Any rookie. But he had two fumbles in the fo- in the second half. So yeah. and that what in a close has game. This like lit up. I think. I know. I think so he's weird. getting. I think it's so unfair. I was like. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I see. Never jump on him. I mean, I I feel like he's gonna come around. I just have to hassle Preston. I mean, everybody. I mean, look at like. Yeah. I think Peyton Manning threw. 20 interceptions his first year in the NFL. I mean, you know, it's it, it's your first year. You know, you're not used to this the speed. You're not used to the talent yet. But, right. but I mean, he, he, I'm just telling you, he's, he's going to be good back there. Yeah, I think so, too. He's just, you know. I think everybody was just ready to see him put up DeMarco Murray numbers because of Dallas' I think, line. I think it was just unfair, though, to expect that coming in just right off the bat. Cause unfair expectations. I mean, he may still do it. I mean, I'm just saying yeah. that. It, I just, I think everybody. He had a very below average game against New York, but I mean, the Giants' their defensive line isn't terrible. They revamped it, and it's not bad. But he, they had, do have less fingers than other defensive that lines. That is true. <laughs> that is true. But uh, he, I mean, I just think that they're, you know, it, it it's tougher too because with Dak Prescott in there, I I don't know how much teams are focusing on him yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
is his success because they're focusing more on stopping the running game, or I mean, I don't. That's right. just a, I mean, I, I, mean, I feel, feel like that's part of. I mean, I if like Romo was back there, I feel like they're. He, he'd, be, I mean, he'd be having a big game, I think, if Romo was I mean, Des Bryant got, like, three targets in the first game with one catch and eight yards. I mean, it's one of the top three or four receivers in the NFL. How are you going to only get him one catch? So, I don't, I don't know why Zeke is getting all the heat. <laughs> but, I mean, Dak, he did really good in that game last week to yeah. bring back and win. So. Yeah, come back and win. So, so what do you think? Do you think uh, they should bring back Romo? When do you think a good time to bring him back from his injury? What What do you think their record would be? What What? Well, first off, when did they think he would be back? Did they say six to I eight weeks? I think six to eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, six to eight weeks was. And their bye week is like week seven, so he would technically miss. If it was eight weeks, he'd only miss seven games. If it was, you know, so. Yeah. He's doing good right now. He is. But so here's a good scenario too, then you can answer, John. If but he if he's doing good right now, but let's say he still catches up being a rookie quarterback. Let's say their schedule or their um, um their record isn't that great. So do you wanna bring Robo in to really not even have a chance? Or do you want to just leave him out there so he get experience as a good, you know, first-year quarterback? Well, if I were Dallas GM, and we all know I'm clearly the best man for the job for that, uh-huh. um, if they're losing a lot of games, I would not put Tony Romo back in any of those games. Yeah. Because what's the point? Right. Give him a full year to actually heal his whole body and maybe make him take steroids or something because yeah. he needs to do something to build his body back up. Yeah. And just, you know, let him build his value as a backup. And even in the long term, you know, if it's not looking great for him, if he has a lot of experience, he could be used as a potential trading piece the next year. Mm-hmm. You know, for a team that really needs a quarterback. Right. Not that Dallas probably won't need one next year, but... <laughs> yeah. They're, they're the team that needs one. Yeah. I mean, you can't... What I... I think I, I'm right there with you. He needs to, he needs to be in there. I think he needs to be in there either way, though. I think even if they're having a great year, I do like the notion of playing together, uh, trying not to break up, you know, what you got going, you know, the mojo, the team atmosphere. If it's working, I don't think you need. It's one of those things you don't need to. Um, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But yeah. being Dallas. They are going to throw him in there. Yeah, they will put him in there. And I just think it's a big mistake because I think he does need a whole year to rest. He's going to get thrown back in, and his body clearly, clearly is not ready for it. And I think he's going to have growing pain. People are going to call for him to get in. People think he should get in. He's just going to have, coming back from an injury, he's not going to have a good good year. So why Uh, waste it? I think... In, in my opinion, I think he's in the back leg of his career. I, I mean, he's getting injured a lot. He's, I mean, I don't. I mean, he's still putting up really good numbers. Don't get me wrong, but I just, it, it, if Dak Prescott is having a really good year, going his first seven games, the Cowboys are five and two, or I mean, even four and three. I mean, I don't. I mean, he's your future. Yeah. I mean, Romo isn't. I mean. 
I don't think Romo's your future anymore. I mean, he's... No, he's not. What has he really done for you? One playoff one, right? Yeah. Just, I mean, that's I mean that's it. And then... I mean, he can't it, learn it, much yeah, his, his numbers are... He's a great fantasy quarterback, but... Yeah. But, I mean, most of those losses, as you said earlier, defenses beat offenses. And, and Dallas' defense and has been You're right, Dallas did... So yes. I feel like it's an unfair metric to measure. So where's by. the coaching at? They draft a running back when they need when they need defensive players. So that's they're, still they're not Tony Romo's fault. <laughs> no, I, I know, I know. The same coaching, or yeah. actually, that's general management. But which is why I would be the best man for the job, Jerry yes, Jones, if you're listening. By the way, Jackass, I wanted to create <laughs> Zeke is eighth in the NFL in rushing yards and tied for fourth in touchdowns with like 15 other guys, and he's second in first down carries. So. Carries that led to a first down. So, with the best offensive line in, in the league, I'm, I'm just saying you were acting like he's in fumbles. Now he is first in fumbles. Yeah. So uh, I'll say, that. but and I know everybody goes back to Tony Romo's and his stats and, um, you know, saying he's a good quarterback for the team. But I just go what I think it. it the proof now is in the pudding. The numbers are there that he is not a good. You know. Playoff quarterback? quarterback and great quarterbacks find a way to win. And if he's still just good enough or good, I mean, there's no reason to keep on doing that. That means this year, next year, three years, that's what he'll still be doing. So I think he, we, he has shown his career. I think it's just time to move on when it, when you have that uh, player mentality, when you I'm just are dedicated to a player like it's sometimes ruined. I just I'm just telling you he's he's at the end of his career. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, he's 36 years old. I mean, and he's so not Tom Brady. Show so loyalty, it, and yeah. I feel like now it's more of like showing loyalty to him. I'm like that's See, gonna I burn just, you. I I just don't agree that you know them losing in the playoffs. He has anything to do with that. If he had games where he's throwing four interceptions and you know not producing, that's fine. Name one. Dallas defensive player that was considered for the Pro Bowl other than DeMarcus Ware the entire time he's been there. I know, but I'm just saying I've okay, I've but John seen games where being he has the quarterback of a team trying to drive it at the last drive. It is it is yeah, I mean yeah, I said it, you're the quarterback, you're gonna receive the heat. You know, it's the the wins you get the credit, the losses you get the you get the heat, you know what I mean? So yeah. it I mean yeah, look at Peyton Manning in his uh, in the Super Bowl last year. He was awful. It was like one of the worst quarterback ratings for a Super Bowl quarterback. Yeah, for a winning quarterback in in history. Does anybody really ever talk about that? No. No, he won a second Super Bowl. That's all he's going to go down as. Yep. Because he won the Super Bowl. He did enough to win. I mean, he didn't do good, but he did enough to win. <laughs> his defense, Von Miller. He was a Von Miller, but won no, that he, Super Bowl. But <laughs> she's looking awesome. Yeah. Wow. I like Madden commercials. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, no, I, I, I'm just saying that, that's my opinion. I think they should stick with Dak if he's. I mean, if he goes out there and starts throwing, you know, interceptions left and right, like I, yeah. most rookie quarterbacks do. Mm-hmm. So now you're gonna give the rookie the benefit. <laughs> okay. Well, he's not a Buckeye, so. Okay. He needs more cowbell in the Texas Stadium for Dak Prescott <laughs> yeah, to be good. superhuman. Yeah, <laughs> and poor, and then the poor uh, Minnesota Vikings losing AD. I know. 
Sounds like he's going to be out now the whole season. Is that going back and forth? Is that that with the MRIs? That's that. I feel like that's what I thought I heard. What is the injury officially? I thought they ended up saying ACL. Originally, I heard it was a meniscus tear. Yeah. Let's see. Is that the MCL? I heard MCL the other day, and I thought I heard like just on the radio coming over here. They said ACL. Tell tell me, like I don't know much about this. You're, you know, you've experienced it. So what? What is the like? Your MCL actually is like. um, it can actually heal by itself, even if it's torn. So you can still it's, play with an MCL tear? Yeah, you can still play with an MCL tear. You better get a really good brace, but um, you, you can actually still play with it. It'd be hard. It'd be kind of painful. And To have six foot four, you know, 240 guys that run four fours yeah. running right at your knees? Exactly. Right. I feel like that's a bad time even without the MCL, you know, sprain or tear. But, uh, yeah, ACL, you're totally done. Well, actually, you still... He could... Technically, still play, except he could lose his leg <laughs> if he played with it. So oh, the risk reward there. Is not, is yeah. the, the Vikings are not going to win the Super Bowl, so your leg has got to be worth. Right. If I just feel so bad for saying this football story. He ever. might lose your leg. What if he? I mean, oh, he comes back in the back Super Bowl. He's like last play of the game. He scores a touchdown. Ends up losing his leg after that. Look at that. <laughs> the greatest NFL story of all like, time. Like Lawrence Taylor on uh, any given Sunday whenever yeah. he like breaks his neck at the end and he's like, I got my million bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel so bad for Sam. And I was like, that was what I said at the beginning of this, you know, season. I don't feel bad for He beats Aaron Rodgers. I mean, in I a highlight game. And he well, played yeah, that game. well. No, that's I mean, awesome. he, was, he was very, very solid. I just, so, yeah, I was just thinking, I was saying... You mean for the luck, yeah. For the yeah. whole long run, I was thinking he was going to get on a team, be totally solid, and be able to not worry about being, like, just the star or having to hold down the team, being able to, you know, rely I mean, on a, I, a running back, so... I root for Sam Bradford. I do. I like I yeah. like him. I think he's a good guy. He, he, he's, he went to KC North, so that's cool, but, you know, I hope this is his, like, it is like yeah. his last run. I mean, it was it like, I went to the Vikings again. And then Sean Hill started over him. I was yeah. like, oh, God, this is... I mean, he only had like a half week to learn the playbook. But I, I understand that. Yeah, he looks good. I mean, he looked good now, and that's what I was hoping for. I, I picked him to go to their uh, divisional playoffs, so... To win the division? Or or not division, um, championship. Okay. Um, in the NFC? In, in yeah. Okay. Who'd you pick? Is it Seahawks and them? No, them and... The Packers? No. The Panthers? Yes. It's probably a solid pick. The Redskins? No. <laughs> <laughs> let's, hope, let's hope the Panthers pick it back up, too. I mean, they only, they lost to Denver. I know. It's not the end of the world by, like, a field goal, so... Yeah. In Denver. In Denver, yeah, okay. I know. It's, it, it's going to be okay, Carolina. But then they'll probably lose to them again. So what would... I heard something, and I wanted to hear, hear your opinions on it this week. Um, after the after the Vikings beat the Packers, I, Colin Coward was talking about. Um, I, I don't remember if it was Colin Coward. Don't quote me on that. But it was one of the sports talk guys saying that Aaron Rodgers is the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. And I, oh. I mean, and he threw out facts and, and uh-huh. stats that, I mean, it, he's not. He had the one great run where they won the title, you know, discount double check, and yeah. and then 
And I mean, they did go back to the NFC Championship again, and they've he's put up good numbers, but lately it seems like he's he said that he was saying that Aaron Rodgers he's quick to run mm-hmm. when uh, when he should potentially pass, like in a sense, like he'll he'll see you know you know when he when he has a receiver he doesn't try to fit it in the window mm-hmm. necessarily to avoid. The interceptions, you know, yeah. it's kind of a glamour game. I mean, yeah, actually, now that you say that, or if he brought it up and he actually had stats, without even looking at the stats, I would say, I kind of feel like that because last year I thought it was going to be his breakout year. I thought I think Jordy last... Nelson hurt. Got yeah. hurt. Jordy Nelson got hurt last year, and that that killed him. Like yes, still, that was. But he still technically did not play good too. No, I mean, no. I remember watching his. I mean, you you still can't just have one player go down. If you're a star, star quarterback, you're going to make other... You're going to elevate your other teammates. And what I'm saying is just... I felt like there were so many games last year. I mean, he he would break it out. You know, it just was kind of crazy. Okay, here's just some numbers for you. In 2011, he had a 68.3% completion percentage. Mm Mm-hmm. And every single year, he's gone down since then. Yeah. So, you know, he was 67.2, 66.6, 65.6, 60.7, and then last year he was 57.1, which is terrible. Remember I mean, last year, everything I would say, it was about his girlfriend? Yeah, Olivia Munn. Yes. It was, it's been since he has a girlfriend. I know. Who is uh, very attractive. Also but, a PC North alumni. <laughs> yes. But kind of into Hollywood stuff. Yeah. You know, like, when distractions off the field um, come into play, sometimes it really, truly messes with your performance on the field. There, there's something about your mentality, your demeanor. Sometimes you lose that edge, you lose that drive. I mean, it really, truly could be kind of happening like that. Like, mm-hmm. he... he Touchdowns have gone down decreasing. Now he was injured in 2013, so his numbers are a little skewed, but but um in 2011 he had 45 touchdowns to six picks, and then in 2012, 39 touchdowns to eight picks, 2014, 38 touchdowns to five picks, and then last year 31 touchdowns to eight interceptions. Wow. So I mean that it's just big drop-offs, and it's like doesn't look like He's going up, you know what I mean? Right. After, especially after getting kind of handled with Minnesota. Now, they have a good D, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, may, maybe Minnesota still shows up that they're going to be better this year anyway. Or, you know, maybe Green Bay, maybe that's just a one-off and Green Bay is now going to still um, take over this rest of the season. I know it's really early for the no, NFL, I, so I hope he does good. It just seems no, I, I really mean, crazy I, I, if you think of it like that. I, I was like, no, that's crazy. Dude. He's right. a stud. It's Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah. I, but then he like I, the, the numbers he showed and like I just read him to you. He's declined every year since then, and it's like, yeah, there are off the field distractions. I think you, with you, you got brought up a good point with Olivia Munn, and 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 who knows? Apparently, he has a terrible family relationship, according to the Bachelor. So, I know exactly. I mean, he doesn't even talk to his brother Jordan. And, I mean, that guy seems like a pretty cool guy. So it is really true. So. Oh man, maybe there is a lot of going on and you can't handle it all, but who knows? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. But I just I thought that was interesting. I would like to see him come 
back and maybe because the guy was like, you know, every time you mention elite quarterbacks, you mention, I mean, not I mean, but last year was it Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and you can even throw Russell Wilson in there. I mean, the stats, but Russell Wilson's like a winner, mm-hmm. and you know, everybody's like quick to throw Aaron Rodgers in there, and he was like. Don't throw him in there with those guys. He said wow. he's not in that league. And I was like, huh. I was like, damn, that's pretty bold to say that. Yeah. Now, talking about speaking of Tom Brady, how crazy does it look like now if Belichick wins this weekend with a third string quarterback? Uh, the greatest coach of all time. Can we say Tom Brady might technically? I mean, he's still a good quarterback, but maybe not as good as people elevate him to because of the actual system. That Coach. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I see what you mean. I do. Yeah. But I mean, it could be a, a valid uh, argument. I yeah. mean, in some sense, Garoppolo's not putting up Brady numbers. You right. know what I mean? They're not. It, it Brady's his I numbers mean, I, speak for themselves. Brady, I would say, yeah, Tom Brady's still a great quarterback, but maybe not saying he's like switching one or. You know how people are like, oh, you could switch him one or two. It'd be like Peyton. One mm-hmm. A and one B, will he be? Do you maybe be like a solid like? Okay, he's number two or three. I I think it's kind of a you know it's you know what came first chicken or the egg type thing when uh-huh. when I always say like do receivers make the quarterback or do quarterbacks make the receivers because you know sometimes you're like is is you know Julian Edelman really that good or is it just because he has Tom Brady or yeah. is do they benefit from having really good fast receivers? Mm-hmm. See, that's and, an and argument that could go but, against that, though, is because what's happened to all those excellent New England receivers whenever they leave New England? Nothing. Yeah, they, they, yeah, and, yeah. well, I mean, they, to be they honest, they don't usually have excellent receivers. They have, I mean, well, I mean I'm not saying Deion Branch. And, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Receivers, Deion Branch was Okay, a they had Randy Moss, and he may be one of the best receivers of all time, okay, and they set records. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So... Yeah, I see what you mean, but Wes Welker, he was a decent player, and he goes to, you know, he's like a pro bowler in New England, so, but I think it's kind of both with, I was saying it in that sense with the coaching, I think Belichick's going to win, you know, you could take, you, you could take PC North out there, he, he would compete <laughs> with people, I mean, he's just... But he couldn't do it with Cleveland, just to be clear. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, no. no one can do It's that. a factory <laughs> sadness. It is. <laughs> Well, let's get into our picks. Okay. Our I have one more topic I want to bring up for the NFL. No, you're too Did late. you guys watch uh, the Matt Stafford game when they came back to win uh, against Indy in week one? Uh-uh. Did you, get, did you see any of that, Preston? No. I think Matt Stafford might have a breakout year. I mean, he's, he's been on the cusp. I mean, because he... You, you called it. I mean, he's... Like, whenever they were down, he was yelling at his receivers to, like, get out of bounds. And he was directing traffic. It felt like I was watching Peyton Manning, and you know, for most of his career until last year. I mean, he was clearly running that team. And you just don't see that a lot when you're not an yeah. elite quarterback. It was, I was really impressed with it because that think was he's, an amazing he, thing. He's done well with, I mean, considering he lost... Megatron. Megatron. So Megatron. That's, that's a pretty uh, significant, you know, change in your offense. But no, yeah, yeah I think he's. He I know. I, I've always liked him. I, I even liked him when he was at Georgia, but 
I just didn't think he could do much being in Detroit, so. I mean, SEC quarterback, I like his pain. <laughs> well, let's bring up those okay. games. Okay, all right, our scores last week, FYI. Um, I was 5-5. Five and five. Russ was four and six. Mike was four and six. We all got we each got one mock. So, so we each they uh, Mike and Russ got five points. I got six points. So, uh, suck on that. Um, I remain undefeated. <laughs> yeah, then, tell, uh, tell him what we're gonna do for uh, Connor. Okay, Connor to make it. He's gonna since he, you know, has been working the last few episodes. We uh, he hasn't had any picks yet. So we're gonna, I guess. For the next two weeks, we're just going to, whatever he scores, average it, and that's what he's going to get for the first three weeks he missed. Yeah. We we voted that that was fair. Mikey, I'm sorry. Sounds um, like pretty If cool you disagree, people. let us know. Um, anyway, on to the games. Baylor, at home, against our folks. What is it now? What's the line? Eight. I thought it went down. Well, I mean, when I took it, it's whenever I take them. What's it down to now, though? Um, let me see. I mean, you, you took it pretty early in the week, then. I took it today. You did? Yeah. I thought it got down to six or four or something. I thought they were talking on the radio. How uh, much of an eyesore is that stadium going to be while they're under all those sanctions and they have, like, five people in there? I know. Ridiculous. No, no, it's <laughs> Baylor. What a joke. They belong in the SEC. Uh, it's eight still. Huh. Okay. Are you using sports book though? Yeah, ESPN. Oh, okay. Uh, and they use uh, I don't know some sort of thing besides I'm sure. Um, but. To be consistent, I'll just use that every time, so. Um, okay, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Baylor. I'm going to be different. I feel like. Uh, okay. What do you want, John? I'm going OSU. And Michael. Pistol fire. Michael yeah. picked. Let me get the paper out. Of course. Of course he picked Baylor's been bad against the spread the last two weeks, but I'm, I'm taking Oklahoma State as well as John. I mean, I don't. I, Baylor did not look impressive against Rice. No, it didn't. And I know it's in Baylor, but I mean, Oklahoma State just came off a big win. I mean, I think Oklahoma State. I think people are judging them way too much off the Central Michigan right. game. Right. A game that Michael thinks it's you know, oh my God, they shouldn't have let him in, but. Teams have games like that. Every team does. Yep. Clemson won a game by six against Troy. That's all I gotta say. Um, uh, then Ole Miss home against Georgia, and it's uh, their favorite by seven. Ole Miss. Yeah. Georgia playing this week. Yeah. Dang. I'll take Ole Miss. One and two Ole Miss versus three and zero Georgia, and Ole Miss is favorite by seven. I'll say I'm going Ole Miss. Actually, now you didn't bet on that game. I didn't know they were playing. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Ole Miss because I think uh, Georgia is a pile of garbage. Uh, so we're all... Between the hedges are a pile of garbage. We're all, Michael's taking Ole Miss, too. Okay. So we're all in agreement. It's unanimous. Um, 
And then uh, John, this one's for you, Michigan, home against uh, the mighty Nittany Lions. It's no, what, 19? 18 and a half. 18 and a half. I mean, you couldn't I'm, freaking cover against Colorado. I, I think they're going to cover. Maybe if you don't go down 21 to 7 in the first quarter. Yeah, I'm going to have to cover too. I mean, if Penn State scores 21 points against you, it's embarrassing. They're going to bounce back. I don't know, back they did score not... like 39 against Pitt, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to bounce back from not covering last week. So you take Michigan? Mm-hmm. I mean, they were all distracted by Tom Brady being there, so. <laughs> he was there, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Should have heard Because they showed him, like, throwing touchdown patches to his kid. Oh, yeah. It, like, before the game. And they showed him playing catch with Jim Harbaugh. Connor, now that we have you on, how do you like those uh, sweet new jerseys? Yeah. They're a little darker. No, the jump man. No, no, I know. But they're oh, a little yeah. darker in color. Yeah, yeah. They did They did kind of slightly. How, do you, how do you guys like that? Cross-sport branding. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I actually think it's pretty cool. I already have a uh, it's quarter Air, zip that I ordered. It's got the Jumpman on it. Nice. You it's it's Air Jordan brand. If you guys didn't know, it's not the swoosh. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. It's the Jumpman. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was really cool. Um, I uh, I was really like surprised when I saw that. And I think it just goes to show the power of marketing, branding, and Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan was at their first game. Well, yeah, because he was, I mean, he's sponsoring him. It's the first college football yeah. team they're sponsoring. Yeah, they showed uh, Michael Jordan and Derek Jeter <laughs> oh, nice. at center field. I understand awesome. Jeter, too. So. Yeah. I mean, bum. <laughs> uh, Michigan, uh, I'm going to take Michigan, too, though. So, and what might you take? Michigan. Dang. Oh, no, no. He took, wow, Penn State, and it's a lock. Oh, so we're three Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mikey's locking Penn State. Bold, actually, he'll probably Bold be right. Move, Mike. He'll probably, I mean, Bold Penn State, move. dude, they might, mm-hmm. they might, you never know. Uh, then number fourteen Tennessee at home against number nineteen Florida. Tennessee is favored by six and a half. Tennessee hasn't been I, Florida since I, before I had pubic hair. So <laughs> I mean, Florida. Have you seen them play? It's just hard. It is. I mean, it's just like, God, ever since Meyer left, they are just miserable at offense. I like there. there's a sign at the, the the Virginia Tech game, and they were like, I always see, if I had a dollar for every time I heard this is our year, and they're talking about Tennessee. <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah. they're, they're like the same as Georgia. They just love to talk it up, so. Yes, you guys got a big stadium. <laughs> uh, I mean, not deservingly, because you never win anything. I know, it's wild. So I'm going Florida. Uh, they did win a title in, when was it, like 99, 98? But anyway. I thought it was 97. No, that was Michigan jackass. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, shit. I'm taking Tennessee. I think this is the year that they break the streak of losing to Florida. <laughs> Uh, John's taking Tennessee. Michael's taking Tennessee. I'm, as much as I just bitched about it, Florida does have good defense. I'm taking Florida. Um, so does Russ. So. Next game, my national champion, Stanford Cardinal, at UCLA, favored by three. Stanford's favored by three. 
You know their mascot? Yes. The, the tree? Yes. Is not their... It's not their school mascot. It's the band's mascot. Really? Yeah. I mean, uh, when did you learn that? Uh, like, a few weeks ago, I was reading... On the, you know, when I was talking about the mascots and how they got their names and stuff? Yeah, yeah. They talked about that, too. That's cool. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know that Michelle Wee was the tree for a couple games when she was at Stanford. Really? So she could go to football games and nobody would bother her. Nice. That's very cool. That's awesome. So, okay, so sorry, who are they playing, though? It's Stanford at UCLA. Okay, I'm taking Stanford. I mean, UCLA, they were preseason ranked. They lost to A&M, who's top ten now, so. Are they, is it by three or four? Three. Oh, yeah, I think it'll be a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good game. I'm taking Stanford. It's Stanford. I mean, I'm locking Stanford. So, Whoa. actually, I'm jumping. No, not yet. I'm going <laughs> to think about it some more. But okay. I'm taking Stanford. Um, Michael took UCLA. Wow. Uh, he he went different. So he's only going different this week. So uh, he could gain or lose. Okay. Next game, number 10, Texas A&M, hosting Arkansas, number 17. Uh, they're, Texas A&M's favorite by five and a half. And they're playing at a neutral field. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, then they, never mind what I just said. I think they're playing. It just said on ESPN. They world. just have the home team in caps, but I guess A&M's considered. I'm going to take A&M, I think. I have to double check. Uh, I think Trevor Knight has something special going on. It is in Dallas. He he has he doesn't have the pressure I feel like at being at OU now. I feel like he has something going on now, a little special. I think he's a good leader for that A and M team that they needed when it comes to a quarterback. Their quarterbacks have been really pretty much jackasses the past few years. Yeah. When it comes to like being a leader and really truly being a stand-up person. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> so I, I feel like he, he's got something going on special now, so. Hey, I mean, is it going to piss OU fans off if he does great? Yeah, I mean, I, maybe, but, I mean, he, he's he been inconsistent, so if he pulls it together, he's going to be a good quarterback. So maybe this is his year he got the, those inconsistencies, those jitters out somehow. Oh, yeah. It's... Very good possibility. Or this could be... His downfall? His downfall. So, I guess we'll see. Uh, The first three games of the season could have been his Alabama. And Uh then... I guess we'll keep on seeing. I'm going to go with Arkansas. Arkansas. Nice. I'm going A&M. So, so, uh, what are you doing? Uh, And Michael went A&M. So, John... Lone man. That's how you gain that. Um, next game is Michigan State hosting Wisconsin. Begin number eight versus eleven. Um, so Michigan State is, I think they're at home, uh, favored by five and a half. I would assume. I got Michigan State. And they're going to be my lock. It's not on a neutral field, is it? No, it's in East Lansing. So. Michigan Wisconsin. State, your lock. Yeah. Ooh. Ballsy. Just biting a little too quickly on what Wisconsin did last week. <laughs> Sounds like a trap game. Yeah. 
now. I just I just don't like their um, they have an awesome defense. I just think their offense is anemic. They don't even know who their quarterback is. Yeah. They benched their starter during the middle of the game last week. Yeah. I'm going Michigan State too, for that reason. Me too. And Michael, three or four, I guess. Um. All right, NFL. Carolina hosting Minnesota. Favored by seven. The undefeated Vikings. Yeah. Seven point dogs after just beating the Packers. That's dangerous. That is a game I would not bet money on. I just don't like that. No. I I would go, I want to say the Vikings would do it, but I I can't do it without Adrian Peterson. I think Carolina. I think Carolina's taking them. John's taking Carolina. I think Carolina will win, but I think they'll cover. You think Minnesota? Minnesota will cover. Okay. You said, I think Carolina will win, but I think they'll cover it. Yeah, just confused me there. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, I'm going Minnesota too. You think they're going to win outright? No, I'm just just taking the points. Yeah. I mean, they might. I don't know. But that's not the bet. I don't know. <laughs> I know a question. Um, okay, so John, Michael, Carolina, Russ and I. Minnesota, Houston, on the road against the, well, not the Fighting Garoppolo's. Who's their third string quarterback now? Uh, starts with a B. I know that. Thanks. <laughs> it's not Brady? No. <laughs> What's the spread? The Bledsoe? Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> um, it's Houston's favorite by one. Both this undefeated. Is a, this is a tough one, actually. Houston's defense looks pretty good. That is a tough one. I mean, I don't know who their quarterback is even. I know. The Patriots, so. It's tough to bet against Belichick in Foxborough, so. And I've been talking up the Patriots this year, so I guess I'll go Patriots. I'm going to go Houston. Yes, I'm going Houston as well. And so is Michael. So, John is the lone wolf on that one. Um, then the last game is Pittsburgh on the road against Philadelphia. Minus three and a half. Pittsburgh. I like Pitt's offense this year already a lot. I like Pitt's offense every I love Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, they probably have the best receiver in the NFL. I'm taking Pitt, and it will be my lock. Nice. Philly's undefeated Carson Wentz looks pretty solid, dude. One of their teams they played was Cleveland. So they're like one and a half wins. (laughs) Who did they beat last week? Was it? I don't know. I don't know. Was it Washington? No, that's who Dallas beat. Um, uh, the Rams, maybe? Was it the Jets? No. I can't remember who they beat. They, but, I mean, either way, I mean, I think Carson Wentz has looked pretty solid. <coughs> Mighty Bison out of North Dakota State. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Pitt. I don't know if I said that for sure. Yeah, it's... Hold on, I, I, I'm just really curious to see who... Who uh, 
Philadelphia beat last week that might have an impact on my choice. <laughs> uh, the Bears. Oh, yeah. They're beating by 15 on the road. Soldier Field isn't what it used to be, but still. Um, so does that sway your decision? No, I'm taking Pittsburgh. <laughs> I was being a jackass. Um, so we're all Pittsburgh? Yeah. I think so. So we're doing two locks again, because Mikey locked Pittsburgh as well. So Alright. Well, then I guess Who did who did you lock Pittsburgh? No? I did. Yeah. So we get to do two locks. Who are you locking Russ? I got I don't know yet. What about your second lock, John? Quick, quick, quick. Michigan. That's this Ooh, um, <laughs> I mean, I picked Michigan too. Um, I'm gonna lock Michigan State. And after I said that, you yeah. crap. Yeah. <laughs> Came back. Around. And Stanford. Michigan State and Stanford. My locks. Russ. I'll, I'll lock uh, Ole Miss. I respect that. But did you already pick another one, Russ, or? Michigan State. Yeah. Can you, oh, and yeah, you, that, that, you, Well, you, I didn't write it down yet. I'm yeah, sorry. You gave him you, shit about it. I know, I know, I know. You <laughs> proceeded to do it. I, I know he did that. We just said it. <laughs> okay. So that is the, uh, the tally right now. It's Michael 14, Russ 12, me 15. Yay. I'm undefeated. Still. And John is in backslash A. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the episode, guys. Real quick, Russ. I just want to say, I want to close on this note. How did it feel watching your boys get effed in the A on, on Saturday? Saturday? I just want to know how that felt. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. I, I, I was sitting down most of the uh, last uh, half of the game, just watching it on the Jumbotron. Because I couldn't stand up. I was so depressed. I, you know what I will say? I, just one last thing about the game. Um, my hatred for OU is, you know, just goes off, beyond off, words. Off the charts. And, uh, and, you know, like I, all like Joseph, a lot of friends of mine don't like, that are OU fans don't like Iowa State for that reason. You know, we hear about the kick and how OU, you know, talks about that as such a big moment in their history. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, I, there's so much hatred towards these teams, blah, blah, blah. I was at the game, and, I mean, it was one of the friendliest environments I've ever been in. Because I, the OU games I typically go to are OSU, so I see a lot of, you know, jackass fans. Uh-huh. Dude, every OU fan was nice, and, and it was just like, I mean, it was just a friendly environment. I mean, I'll, I'll, I, got, yeah. I was surprised because I was like, I guess it's just me. <laughs> and even like Robert Smith, um, he, he was one of the, He's one of the Fox Sports guys that was there, mm-hmm. and he went to Ohio State. But he, he said that he said like specifically, he goes Oklahoma has some nice people, and I mean he said like the in general like yeah the, the campus the people yeah. in that in that area are just nice people. So well, good. I'm, I'm glad. I know that's a good that's thing a to say. I guess. Yeah, I mean I was um, sitting right next to an awesome Ohio State family, like like dad, mom. Son and daughter even were just sitting around there, just very like they're so. I was surprised how many Ohio State fans were just like 
everywhere. Yeah. It was really cool to see. Yeah, they had a lot of people down there. But, yeah. I, I actually thought that the Wes Welker looking guy in front of us was going to be a problem about halfway through the second quarter. Yeah, I wasn't obnoxious. No, you weren't. I was you, actually very, very You nice. weren't cheering whenever OU screwed up. You were cheering when Ohio State did, what, did, did something did, good. Like the pick, you know. Uh, and, but I really thought that guy was just, he was just going to be that guy. And I was like, man, that's awful. But he, he ended up being cool, you yeah. know. Yeah. I know I kept saying that, like, you know. And Preston uh, was very uh, diplomatic with the guy, which is unusual during an Ohio State I was, game. I mean, but, we were talking, and like even after the game when I was walking out, a guy uh, you know, was watching like some, like I was walking out of the stadium, but you could see it on the TV mm-hmm. in the stadium still, uh, and there was an OU fan, I was right next to him, just watching like the last, it was like when OU went for it on fourth down, and it was it, and uh, the uh, the guy next to me, he was like, he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, he, I stood pretty good, man. He's, he's like, y'all are, y'all look like a, they look like serious contenders and stuff. And I was like, God, I want to hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you, just grew, you just grew up with the wrong fan around you. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Probably the biggest OG fan. I, I also was amazed at how cordial and pleasant Joseph was at the tailgate because I thought he'd be a little more combative with you. Well, but he did tell me. And I just, it's a little well, hindsight, obviously, but it's, he said, OU, I asked him what his thoughts on the game were. I was like, I need your honest opinion. He goes, it's either a very, very close game down to the wire or OU wins in a blowout. And I go, I just looked at him and I said, do not count on the ladder. I just said, <laughs> don't bet on the ladder. I mean, really, you're going to bet Urban Meyer's going to get blown out. I mean, yeah. I don't mind you saying they're going to win. I mean, that's fine. But blown out, dude, you're a dipshit. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, we saw what happened. Oh, man. Anyway. Well, hopefully another good weekend of football. It's been, it's been exciting every weekend since, so. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be it for us, guys. We are at a lot of places you can check us out now. We just got onto iTunes. So you can check us out at iTunes. It is two bloops and a blast. All one word. So you could search us and you could find us on iTunes. You could check us out there. Um, we are also, of course, at Podbean. Uh, and our uh, personal blog is two bloops and a blast.blogspot.com. And uh, hit us up on uh, Gmail. Uh, write us up on uh, Twitter at two bloops. We're kind of everywhere. So comments are welcomed and uh, topics are appreciated if you guys want to send something out there too. So talk to other things mm-hmm. not just what's happening right there in this week so if you guys have any thoughts about college football where it's going um, pro whatever you guys want to talk about anything uh, in entertainment you want us to anything but know. politics <laughs> yeah it, it's just never yeah. a good route to go right right so uh, that's it guys uh, check you later <laughs>